0: Welcome to the Friendly Fire Podcast, a Navy SEAL Museum production. Hi, I'm Rick Kaiser, retired Navy SEAL Master Chief. I am the Executive Director of the National Navy SEAL Museum. We are based here in Fort Pierce, the birthplace of the Navy SEALs. Recording from inside our Mark V assault craft. And now I'm going to introduce my good friend, Tim Nichols.
1: Hello, everyone out there. I hope you enjoy this podcast. My name is Tim Nichols, retired Marine and professor at Duke University, I'm super excited to participate in this, and I think we have a lot of cool things to talk about.
0: That's right, Tim. This is the podcast where two old friends can get together with differing opinions, discuss the topics, and part as
1: friends. This is a Friendly Fire podcast. Uh, the Participants are Master Chief Navy SEAL Rick Kaiser, uh, hosting out of a large gray boat in Fort Pierce, Florida. And my name is Tim Nichols, um, who is participating from North Carolina And we want to talk about something that is pretty controversial, Uh, something is very controversial, but as members of the Friendly Fire podcast, we can come in from different angles, we can argue about issues, but we'll always be friends, and we'll always be respectful to each other. So Rick, uh, I'm going to read you something from a document that is uh, rarely read in the United States, and that is the Constitution. Uh, And I just want to read you the Second Amendment, a well-regulated militia being necessary to the security of a free state, the right of the people to keep and bear arms shall not be infringed. It um, was part of the, uh, the first 10 amendments that uh, Congress and our nation added after the Constitution uh, to make sure that the rights of the people were protected. Uh, I, I anticipate that you're a very um, anti-gun rights, but maybe you could uh, set me straight and tell me how you feel about gun rights.
0: Well, the first thing I want to say is that uh in your introduction, you failed to mention that you are a retired marine lieutenant colonel, so that, that gives some people some background here so uh okay, thank you we're, t- we're two military guys talking about gun gun control right now um uh and you know what I, and like i said I, I think you'd be surprised we've talked about a no- number of different subjects, and in this one, I don't think. Common sense gun control is a good thing. Um, Do we need to have bump stocks uh, for sale that turns uh, semi-automatic weapons into automatic weapons by putting a different stock on the rifle? Do we need that? Um, But the problem is, is that once politics gets involved, um, the people that are making the decisions don't actually understand what the hell they're doing or what they're talking about when it comes to firearms. Um, And the uses of these weapons and the calibers and the magazines and uh, all the things that go into putting a weapon together and why it's used. They, they, all they see is that that's a black rifle. You shouldn't have that. It's used in the military. Um, but that's it. There's no, there's no substance behind why they think that it's, you shouldn't be having one of those guns. Um, even though, you know, if you want to talk about what kind of gun does the most damage in a close quarters battle, it's a shotgun. So but nobody ever talks about banning a shotgun because you know what? We use it for hunting. But if the bad guys actually, you know, start carrying shotguns around and causing havoc in malls and, or wherever else... You'd see that there would be a lot more death and destruction from the shotgun than from the M4 or the combat mm. assault rifle. So, I guess my point is, Tim. I think common sense gun control is is a good thing, but I don't think there's any common sense <laughs> on either yeah. side. It's all or nothing. There's no middle at all. It's yeah, all or yeah. nothing.
1: So, so uh, it, crazy enough, I think I agree with you. I I, I oh, would sure. say that. Sorry. Um, Like philosophically All the things you talked about in gun control Should be done Like loopholes should be closed And and there are certain weapons that should be banned We just haven't found a way to do it Rick I mean it's just such a contentious issue That uh, there are all these workarounds And everything's politicized And there's one thing I hate more than anything Is if there's one incident Then we use it as an example To say like This is what's wrong with America And I don't agree with that um, if we decided anecdotally to use every incident of crime as a reason to, uh, to you know, make an immediate change, think about how gridlocked our system would be. So I agree with you that, that certain types of weapons shouldn't be in the hands of certain types of people. Like the Second Amendment doesn't say uh, that we expect the people to become a militia. It says the states will have a militia, and the states will raise that militia, and people have the rights. Uh, people have the right to protect themselves. But I think that's being conflated. So um, I agree with you. Like every attempt to for, to uh, handle gun control has been pretty ham fisted, wouldn't you agree?
0: No, I, I totally agree. The uh, uh, let's take the uh, big cities. We were talking about voting earlier. The strictest controls are in the big cities, New York, Chicago, uh, LA, Um, and most of the gun violence criminally happens in those big cities, even though they have the strictest gun control laws on on the books. So people thinking that a law is going to restrict weapons, um, especially for bad guys is they're just it's just crazy so what we're really talking about is restricting good people good americans that want to have guns for the most but your part.
1: analysis is the the rules don't work is that your analysis
0: well yes that is they don't work i yeah. mean so so what we need better
1: rules right like the rules have a, like the intent of the rules is good the rules and application are terrible and that's what you're saying. Is the only people that are restricted are the rule-abiding people? Correct. Is that is yeah. So that's exactly what I'm saying. That, yes. Yeah. It isn't that the restrictions themselves are bad. It's the application. That's poor policy. That's poorly done legislation. Right. So that's where you have to put your time and effort. I, I agree. You know, if we think a rule is good. And there are 100 people out there. My expectation is 100 people follow that rule. And the rule has an accountability method that all 100 people have to follow it. If only 10 people follow it and the other 90 get away, if I can speak frankly, it's a shit rule. Like That's the bottom line. And so we, we're in violent agreement. Like Gun control needs to be attended to. And it needs to work. And what we have now does not work. Uh, we have plenty of research on it. The ac- the academy uh, we have got gun control experts that can show you statistically how bad things happen, and you know gun culture and loopholes and gun shows. Like we we kind of know the problem. It's that the the rules as created by politicians are absolute crap, and. Uh, and you know it's hard to do right you're
0: absolutely right and it goes to the highest levels of the government um we're career military guys we as expert shots couldn't bring a weapon onto a navy base that's um without getting ourselves you know busted basically um and that is, that is insane. Some of the most highly trained people in this country can't carry a gun onto a base because we're expecting these, uh, cops to protect us on the base. It's like, that is, <laughs> that's the, uh, that's the epitome of insanity right there. It's like, you got, you know, like I said, this, you have a whole SEAL team full of guys that are expert crack shots, but we can't carry a gun because, because that's the rule, you know, and, you know, and then, uh, Oh, got it. I'm so frustrated just thinking about you that. You have touched something that has not <laughs> gone away since you've retired. Exactly. <laughs> like, because, because the guys, I know the guys carry guns, but they're yeah. breaking the rules. But if something happens where a gun is required, not having it is not a good answer. And then they go, well, you're a Navy SEAL. Why didn't you do something about it? Or it was like, well, I can't have my gun because I can't take it on base. Because it's the rules, you know, it's and, and it's a law. So it's like, yeah, obviously you want to follow that law. But on the other hand, I'm not going to be that guy that's going to be, uh, oh, I didn't have my gun because I didn't want to break the rules. Yeah, um, yeah. It's just kind of like know, this, you don't want
1: to get punished or removed from right. the SEAL teams because a- absolutely now but you're it, a felon. But it's of like wrong friends. It's yeah.
0: here, in, like in Florida, uh, very um, lax. I just don't want to say lax, but they. Uh, Say liberal, yeah. Yeah, Let's say liberal on gun control, right? Uh, So we have like uh, a lot of people have concealed carry licenses, um, half of which probably shouldn't because they, you know, would probably shoot themselves or their partner um, as they're pulling their gun out uh, because it's not based on things we were talking about—good training, good policy. But um, I didn't—I don't necessarily like carrying a weapon all the time. But on the other hand, if something happens here that i can be part of and try to help i want to be that guy i don't want people to look at me and go why didn't you know rick what the hell what were you doing you know (laughs) we expect you to do this you know we expect you to step up so without that gun um i can't do it if there's another gun in play you know what i'm saying so
1: yeah no valid point now rick does this uh convey your uh distrust of the local police like why even have police because they're never there they don't know what they're doing so basically this is also a an extension of a general American opinion that the police aren't uh, aren't up to the task I, I'm asking I, I'm not making no the same no that I'm asking. I don't
0: say, I'm not saying they're not up to the task they're say just okay this is a big country there's not okay. enough police to cover if okay. something happens it happens quickly within you yeah. know let's say 30 seconds a minute. Yeah, there's, there's no, no way the police either. can get get there quick enough, right? So and as a matter of fact, I support the police 100%. I don't want to defund anybody. I um, was just setting a trap I'm sure to you see may. where you're going I'm sure go you with may that. want yeah. to. Yeah, no. Yeah. I know that was a good one. Um, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, that's that's the only thing. The things happen so quick, you have to be able sure. to take care of yourself until the police get there. Yeah. But in your case, I'm sure you would call call a counselor or something to help. And then maybe if the counselor believes that they need police intervention, then maybe you could call them.
1: Right. Yeah. No, that's I mean, I would try to avoid the situation where the guy with the crazy eyes and the gun uh, is threatening everybody. <laughs> I would try to like, hey, perhaps we go to the other store. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Here, take my um, wallet. Yeah. Uh, I guess my feeling is, uh You've brought up a lot of points, uh, really important points, and we struggle as a nation to legislate it. Even after uh, crazy people have gotten guns and, and butchered innocent Americans, uh, even when like, people like Obama and, and uh, previous presidents go, like, I really wish I could have gotten something done, but there's a huge amount of pushback. So um, the one thing we agree on as Americans is that uh, there's an inherent right of self-defense, uh, we like. I don't think anybody disagrees with that. So the question is, how do we turn that into a um, like a mindset that Americans should a try to uh, trust and invest in law enforcement and make them as capable as possible to protect everyone's rights, and b to allow you to defend yourself in situations where the police aren't there. But the third part is to Uh, try to avoid having a situation where, you know, police are serving a warrant and they're outgunned and they're, you know, there's people that are stockpiling weapons for, uh, you know, for the end of the world. And those people may or may not be mentally capable. So it's just really hard to designate because we want people to feel uh, that they can protect themselves and their family and their property and countries that ban guns broadly, the citizens do not feel that. And we don't want that. Congress set it up that we have, you know, a, a we have a really strong central government. We have federal military forces that follow orders from elected officials. We have the National Guard to prevent overreach uh, of the federal government. And then we have the armed citizen. I mean, all those things are important to uh, to create a balance. My thing is, there's too many. There's too many shoot 'em ups, Rick. Oh yeah, there's,
0: I agree with you. Yeah. Uh, and they, I don't know
1: how to. I, I don't have an answer for you, buddy.
0: I you know my. Uh, uh, I'm going to stretch my neck out here and say, you know, I, I I believe in criminal background checks. Um, because what's the alternative? No criminal background checks, and everybody. The system's not perfect, um, but if if we don't check people that are buying these weapons. You know, it's just going to be anybody can get the guns. And that's kind of how it is right now. You you don't really, you can get them illegally. You can go to, gun, there's loopholes. You can get uh, to go to gun shows and, and get them that way or, or through third parties. And um, there's got to be a way to at least, I'm not saying we have to register every, every gun and every police station knows exactly who's got what guns in there at their house. Yeah. But if you're selling weapons uh, you have to be there has to be a way to monitor that uh, no nobody has uh, these crazy folks that are carrying on most of these mass shootings shouldn 't have these guns so that's I think that 's who we got to figure out how to keep the guns out of their hands and I think that 's yeah. where we 're having a struggle because one side 's saying you know we can 't have any limitations the other side 's right. saying all, nobody Take needs all guns. them. So, yeah. so exactly so I think that's that 's the thing and I think most common sense people on both sides of this issue would say we background checks are good we just have to figure out a way to do it yeah you know
1: again policy like actually doing what you intend to do and having the results that you intend to come out of that uh you and i are in agreement i you know i i don't lose any sleep knowing that that americans have you know that that good americans have you know, can protect themselves or have hunt, go hunting, or whatever. Like I don't lose any sleep or I, I lose sleep that the system doesn't take care of the outliers, the the people who have guns who intend to do violence, the people who uh, are criminals with guns. Like we have to attend uh, to those. Now there are some good things, like if you use a gun in a in a crime, like the sentencing guidelines give you more time in jail, so uh, you can be punished. Uh, more severely if you decide to introduce a gun into a, what would be a, a, a nonviolent crime, then you're going to do more time in jail. So, I mean, we have some areas of agreement. But, Rick, once again, our politicians are letting us down, brother. Uh, this needs to be attended to, and it needs to be um, fair and applicable and effective. And if we make a law that isn't effective, then our politicians need to be replaced. That, Like, that's my bottom line. Uh, guys like you who get it— uh, You know, who can figure out what would work and what wouldn't work, like they'd never let you touch that kind of stuff. It's, it's, and I will say that there are some lobbying groups on both sides that, uh, that really bend logic. Um, and so I'm glad that we both agree on the principle and we both agree that the application has been disastrous.
0: Well, here at the Navy SEAL Museum, I have so many guns, I'm not worried about anybody coming to take them because they couldn't. It would take uh, truckloads of. Uh, that's right.
1: <laughs> uh, you wouldn't even know our if our one truckload of left.
0: Yeah, exactly. No, it's, uh, yeah. so it's, it's, I'm not worried about that. But that's just me. So you know. yeah.
1: Well, I've also met some of the dogs that lounge around your museum, and I wouldn't want to get crossways with any of them. Yeah.
0: Nope. They're, they're between Raven and Bullet our two uh, Navy Seal Museum canines uh, were well protected, but yeah. uh, like I said, it's the. Uh, how much is too much i i don't know if you have good training you know we talked about defund the police a little bit we should be funding them more to give them the training they need to, to do this job it's you know in the military we trained all the time because yeah. we had the budgets for it and we did it they shoot once a year you know what I mean? Are you yeah. kidding me? And you expect this guy to shoot and hit the target when he only practices or he's only required to pass a test once a year? It's like it, it makes no sense. And believe me, I have many p- friends in law enforcement. Um, I can't believe they're actually uh, doing that job today with, with all yeah. the stressors that are on them. Um, but, you know, they're, they're, dealt a, they're dealt a shitty hand, and they're doing the best they can. And hopefully uh, we can pull out of this and get that support back to them where it belongs.
1: We I agree. I mean there's nothing better than feeling confident that local law enforcement is handling things is thorough can de-escalate or escalate professionally with whatever is required. I mean I you just that's what we want. That's and I feel like that's what our taxes should be paying for. Um I don't agree with the militarization of police. I I I think police you know, we've in, the, infused the police force with lots of vets that are military trained, and I think sometimes they those two approaches conflate, but um, I am all in favor of giving our our police officers maximum training so they can assess a the situation. Their first choice should always be to try to de-escalate, but if, it, if de-escalation doesn't work, then they need to use force appropriately and, like— few american citizens would disagree with that we we need to do better with that because if not then what you're talking about is citizens will compensate for it you know they'll carry a weapon because generally speaking they go if there's a crime if there's a bad situation i don't believe that the police will offer me the level of protection that makes me feel comfortable and that's a problem for our, right. our country like it's a problem
0: yeah yes yeah, so we were talking about the common sense um Like if we're talking about the latest rioting, looting incident or the, you know, one that sticks in my mind from Kenosha, Wisconsin, that I lived. I lived in Kenosha for two years while I was stationed at Great Lakes. Um, Why a 17 year old kid would be carrying an M4 assault rifle on the streets of Kenosha legally, that makes no sense to me. You know what yeah. I mean and and it's just the the situation for the police uh the locals, I mean, if everybody has guns who's who's good, who's bad? It doesn't matter because it it could literally devolve into a gunfight at any moment. so I, that's the sort of weirdness that I cannot believe happened in a place that I used to live. It's crazy,
1: and what's his threshold, Rick? I mean, there's protests going on, so he is in the proximity of hundreds of unarmed people but who are in a threat have a threatening disposition to him and now he's put himself in a situation where he's got this firearm and people are mad at him and they're and they're taunting him or whatever and so he reverts, And they have guns and they have the guns yeah. too. So it's like Like you know, how did it happen? It, 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 yeah, like we, uh, that's crazy talk, you know? And so you get a shootout, and it's an American tragedy. It's a black eye for our nation. It it uh, undercuts the, the rule of law and the authority that we give to our police. And you just go, okay, let's add this to the list of tragedies because we can't get this right.
0: Exactly. And then part of that same evening, you see guys with weapons running up to the police, not pointing them at the police, but just running up with guns hanging off of them and i think those poor police officers yeah, what 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 are they thinking like uh, uh, what's going to happen here should i shoot this guy should i not shoot this guy if i you know if i don't is it going to hurt my partner so it's like oh, unbelievable so anyway yeah, that's i agree the first thing i would do if i was king for a day is i would say you know especially during times of protest no weapons Let's just eliminate that threat from the uh the uh, from the cards, you know? It
1: it's crazy. a good because you know it's gonna be heated. You know that people are coming to protest because 'cause they're angry about something, so introducing lethal force, you know, by non police is just it's just crazy, you know? And it doesn't end well. And so yeah, Rick, I, I um, I, I worry about this and where it's going because we're we're our little militia groups and the Proud Boys and you know they're not going there to protest they're going there to to kick it off to you know kind of counter protest to attack the protesters and, and I think that um, the smart move is to keep them separate let people voice their their dissent avoid uh, rioting let them protest. Validate that they've been heard, whether you agree with it or not, and then send them home. Like protest is part of our country, but allowing two organizations that are armed and angry who hate each other to be in the same city block—what what 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 can police do? Like nothing. You you can't have that. It doesn't end well. No, uh, my I guess let's
0: get through this election, however it turns off. Out, I think our. Between our intelligence communities, our uh, federal law enforcement, they need to go in and crush these groups that have been running roughshod over this country for the last, you know, four or five months, um, yeah. and, and bring them down. Both sides, whether it be right. Antifa, whether it be the Proud Boys, it doesn't matter. Crush right. them, put them in jail where they belong, and then you know the next people that want to start something like this will think twice about
1: it, at least. Yeah, deterrence, right? Like, hey. Yep. I saw what happened to these other people. So you're saying allow the protests to happen, but anything that touches violence or hatred or, you know, uh, lethal, uh, just like all that stuff needs to be mopped up because we can't Riding, looting,
0: absolutely. Country. Yeah,
1: like yeah. all of it. Like yeah. protests, yes. Tell us that you're angry about something. We'll listen. We'll get policymakers. We'll try to resource and, and ad- address these legitimate concerns and make you feel like you're— Uh, you're a part of a participative democracy. Absolutely. Violence, like you're done. You know, we have a jail sale for you.
0: Absolutely. Well, Tim, I think that's it for this uh, episode of the Friendly Fire podcast. I want to thank everybody for uh, listening. Um, You may not agree with me. I can't figure out why, because you certainly (laughs) can't agree with Tim. (laughs) But anyway. I want to thank everybody for listening. Um, this is Rick Kaiser from the Navy SEAL Museum in our Mark V assault craft, and uh, Tim Nichols, Lieutenant T- Colonel Tim Nichols, Tim Nichols here.
1: Yeah, yeah, Tim Nichols from uh, the, my basement in my house in North Carolina. Uh, <laughs> something I look forward to every week is the Friendly Fire podcast and uh, addressing really complicated issues and uh, still maintaining our close friendship.
0: Thanks, Tim.